Next time on a very spooky fine dining podcast, the season one finale, TGI Fridays the 13th. Oh, you betcha. Pineapple's gonna hit the fan as Michael's son Juicy, or in this episode, Juice Son Voorhees, <laughs> goes on a murderous rampage and no one is safe. It gets real spooky, it gets real bloody, and not everyone's gonna make it to the end of the episode. Who will live, who will die? Listen to Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, break down a trip to TGI Fridays based on the atmosphere, the service, and the food, and try not to be scared to death. Hear the thrilling finale of Fine Dining, Wednesday, October 25th, wherever you get your podcasts. If King Charles is worth £1.8 billion, it's not as if it's in cash. Most of it is tied up in crowns. I'm Harriet Langley-Swindon, and this is Nonsense. Hello and welcome to Nonsensored, the podcast that wraps up all the best bits from my very real daily radio show into one easy-to-digest highlights package. I'm joined by producer Martin and what a show we have this week. Oh, yes, indeed. We had uh, one of Fox News's lawyers on to talk about mm-hmm. their $787 million settlement with Dominion Voting. Uh, we had Ishan Akbar with his new regular segment, Apology Watch. And we had the new leader of the SNP, Hamza Youssef, on to talk about his first month in the job. But as ever, there was so much we couldn't include. Yes, uh, well, we had that interview with Dominic Raab about the investigation into his bullying, but after a frank discussion, we decided against including it in the podcast. Yes, because, as he said, he does know where we live, after all. Also, please keep sending in your questions for our next Time for Questions episode to nonsensedpodcast at gmail.com. We can't answer your questions if you don't tell us what they are. So send something, please. Just, just any questions at all. And if you're on Twitter, check out the Out of Context Nonsensored Twitter account that someone has set up. They, they really are quite baffling. But let's start with Hamza Youssef, the new leader of the SNP, who we spoke to earlier this week. Let's take a listen. Hamza, absolutely wonderful to get you on the show. We've been trying to get you on for, what is it, Producer Martin, a month, I think? I believe so, yes, yeah, at least. A long time. And finally, finally you decide to come on. I, I don't really appreciate your, your tone. Um, I've been um, quite busy. I've got a new job. I don't know if you're aware. I've got a kind of a, a, a wee promotion. And so I've been quite busy. So um, I have to admit that uh, speaking to you wasn't my top priority. And, and also as well, I mean, as, a, as a side issue, I've had my conservatory done. There was a couple of uh, issues there um, under floor heating. Oh, dear. So um, I, I have had other things on my plate. So uh, I'm sorry if you feel in any way offended that I haven't spoken to you before oh, well, this I, point in time. I have two things to say to that. One, I've also been very busy with a show. <laughs> I think you need to think about the scale of what you're talking about here. Okay, I mean... Running a, a nation, I don't mean a nation, I mean running a nation, it, it, there's much more involved, many more decisions. But I, ha- well, with, I have been a bit the, busy, if you'd give me that. Great, with the greatest respect, a lot of Scotland is just cows. Now, we brought you on the show to talk about the mess this week. 
with the SNP. Because on Tuesday, you were going to deliver a little speech, weren't you? Well, you did. You delivered a little speech setting out your vision. And that was rather overshadowed by another arrest. Another arrest in the SNP party. Oh, dear, oh, dear. What's going on there? Well, obviously, uh, it's not an ideal situation. No. Uh, no. Nobody likes it when a colleague gets arrested. I mean, not even if you are a, a drug dealer and, and maybe it was on the cards. I mean, nobody likes to get that phone call that your colleague, I don't know if drug dealers have colleagues as such, but you don't like getting that phone call when someone has been arrested. And no, it's not ideal, okay? What mm. would be an ideal day for me would not be getting that phone call. An ideal day for me would be a big party with 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 a bouncy castle Ooh, yeah? with that with, some of my, with with some some of my favourite people there, you know, um, like uh, um, yes. Franz Beckenbauer or uh, uh, some of the loose women. Um, I'm a big fan of Fatima oh. Whitbread. A, a big room with those people in it with a bouncy castle. I love helium as well. Helium is my favourite. Uh, balloons spelling out my name, but no, it wasn't. It wasn't that kind of day. You know, do you know what? In politics, you don't get ideal days. I'm. I'm at the sharp end of politics. I'm, I'm running an entire country, okay? Which, yeah. I mean, entire country, it, it's difficult. There, there will be difficult days. If there weren't difficult days, I wouldn't be doing my job properly, would I? If you, no, well, you haven't if been you doing were, it for if very you long. Were a boy, if you were a boiler engineer, you don't get called out because the boiler's working, do you? No, you get called out when the boiler's faulty or the pressure's down. If you're under uh, uh, tile heating isn't working in a conservatory, that's when you call the people in. So that's what my job is, and I, I feel privileged to do that job. So no, it hasn't been ideal. But then if every day was ideal, we would be living in cloud la-la land, wouldn't we? Well, well that's very interesting. You, you bring up some very interesting points there. I mean, I'd like to hark back to what you were talking about, the bouncy castle, because a bouncy castle by many people would be considered an asset and one of the recent scandals, uh, one might say, with the SNP is surrounding a camper van. You said that you knew nothing about it. But Did you know nothing about it? So camper van with SNP money, it allegedly, in Nicholas Sturgeon's father-in-law's, uh, no, mother-in-law's, sorry, house. I want to be quite clear on this, all right? Mm. Politicians like myself, like yourself, are, are, oh, can, I ask you, can I ask you, did you by any chance take any holidays last year? Yes. Right, okay. Uh, where did you go? Oh, well, I, I went to the Cayman Islands. How did you get to the Cayman Islands? By plane. Uh, was this a holiday or was this to check your account? No, it was a holiday. Okay, so you took a plane to the Cayman Islands to, 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 to go on holiday. Okay. Yes, me and my so, accountant, uh, yeah. In the, right, okay, okay. So you did. You, you used a plane. Uh, to, how many other people were on the plane? Was it just the two of you or were the pilot and maybe a... I don't know, this is all getting a bit personal. This and I'm, is, I'm not I, the one being interrogated here. See, this, I is, tell this, you is, this, is the, this is the problem I have. Okay? You're seeing that I'm getting personal. You are interrogating Nicola Sturgeon's personal effects and, and, and should she not be allowed to go on holiday? Should she not be allowed... A camper van. Well, it was an you, SNP but, camper van. With, it wasn't. With, it wasn't. It was Mr. and Mrs. Sturgeon's camper van. It belonged to them. They used it for holidays. I don't. They've see got an the evil camper van, and people look at London and they look at the Conservative MPs and they blame them because they use so-called expenses for you know I don't know going to the theatre or 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 buying a goldfish, perfectly valid things, and then they have a whole. Bloody van. It was obviously a camper van used for personal holidays. Are politicians not allowed to have downtime? I, 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 I've been in this job I, for, I think, 15, 17 days, and, and, and I, I need a holiday right now. 
Okay. Yes, but what that, I'm saying that, to you that is, is the, that is the problem. You say that, but that is because, if you don't mind me saying, this is the problem with the SNP. If if you want, if you want my opinion, is that you keep getting, you know, once again, you are the continuity candidate, and the, the continuity candidate is really another woolly lefty who who can't handle it. What you really need is a conservative, someone with more conservative values, someone who could really. Take the SNP places. Um, I know we we sometimes disagree when it comes to this uh, political side of things, but um, you know the alleged embezzlement does sound like a conservative um, sort of policy. There's a lot of that. Oh, that's true. Going on. I mean, mm. it sounds like they were digging up uh, the patio outside Nicholas Sturgeon's house. They had the big tents out the front. I mean, this makes you think. What else was there? I mean, I would be surprised if there was a dead body in there because otherwise, why make such a song and dance of it? There could you be gold, time capsule. My theory, my theory, my theory is they're looking for Douglas Ross's political career. That's satire for you. I think I'm allowed. Right, we do. We don't deal in. We don't deal in that here. And you seem very uh, defensive of of Nicola Sturgeon, which is lovely. But you have thrown some of her policies out of the water, haven't you? And you were supposed to be the continuity candidate. So you were also trying to distance yourself from her as well. I would say to anyone, right, that has taken on a top job in, in any any walk of life is that you, you have to make a mark. If you, if you inherit an office from someone and, and you don't particularly like the picture of the dogs playing snooker, then you mm-hmm. get rid of that the picture good... of the dogs playing it... snooker. Hmm? Well, yeah, I, I mean, it's it, popular... I do, I, Exactly, uh, and and you you replace it, don't you? With um, um I favour you know you can get like uh, album covers and you get specific frames, and I like to put progressive rock album oh, covers like like great. Yes Asia on the wall. I've got yeah, four of them yeah, yeah. in a row, oh, so that's yeah. me making my mark. Yeah, I'm, I'm using that's a metaphor quite cool. here. You obviously you can't you calling me the continuity. I, I I disagree with that. I'm here to make my mark. Okay, I'm 37 years old. I'm not just going to roll over and continue with what has been happening. And I'm not saying that the way things have been going has been faultless. Far from it. But I will make changes. And why would I not make changes? And and so let's talk about the changes you're going to make. Are you still planning to to leave Britain? You know, your biggest trading partners. Are you still planning to do that? Listen, right, we've been very clear on this. Uh, We've been sold down the river many times and we deserve an independence. And that is not to say that we will cut ties with, like you say, I, I have family in England. I... Love TB services. I'm. I love the musical yeah. Oasis and Blur. Absolutely, and also uh, and also a lot of Midlands bands like Black Sabbath. I'm not going to cut oh. cultural ties with England, right? And as you correctly point out, they are our main trading partner. I'll give you an example. I have a brother. I don't talk to my brother. We fell out many years ago over. I can't even remember, right? But he was getting rid of his flat screen television, and we went to my mum and dad's and we did a handover. He brought the flat yeah. screen television in his hatchback, and I took it off him. It was wordless. We didn't exchange words. I, I didn't even look him yeah. in the eye, but I took the television off him. We were trading partners. Okay? That's very that we, good. Maybe we had, we had a difference in opinion, but we still traded. And you know that might seem very reductive and simplistic. It's a horrible story. It, it, you see a horrible story. It was effective. I give you the, okay, if, if my brother and I had been talking, there would have been, 45 minutes wasted talking about, I don't know, the latest series of succession or a football match or something. Right? We were incredibly efficient in our trading. It was wordless. It lasted maybe 15 seconds. I think at one point I had to say to him, to me, 
when we were put into, into, into Maybach. And that, that to me is efficiency. Okay. Now, if we do, and if we do get independence, that's the way I see it going. It'll be efficient and it'll be business-like. And it doesn't mean that we can't continue in that way for the foreseeable future. Well, Mohammed, I don't know about that story. I... Yeah, you don't believe me. You could ask my parents, they were there. Can I ask whether this TV was um, under an SNP branch and whether it was declared? Can I be quite clear? Okay, number one, it was my brother's television. He bought it from, I think, Curry's. Okay. And number two, good. no money was exchanged. It was okay. a gift. And it was a gift Quid from someone quo. that was not trying to lobby me or achieve political gain. I would imagine there are many Blackstein televisions being handed in by lobbyists at the House of Commons to your Tory yes. cronies. I would imagine oh, yes. more than Blackstein television. I would imagine Bold Sky Package, uh, overmores, sit down lawnmowers will be pass will be passing hands willy nilly in the House of Commons. I would well, imagine. Thank you yeah. for coming on the show. Um, we've learned a lot about TVs and bouncy castles, and hopefully that'll be useful to someone. Um, Maybe come on again. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. All the best. Thank you very much for your time. It seems like every bloody week there's another apology in the news and so we're sorry, not sorry, to announce a new regular segment, Apology Watch, with Ishan Akbar. I think it was a strong start, wasn't it, Martin? I mean, we did get a lot of complaints when it went out on air as well as a couple of legal letters. Well, that's just content for the next edition then, isn't it? This could be an entirely self-sufficient segment if we just keep upsetting people. Anyway, please enjoy the first edition of Apology Watch. I'm so not sorry that it's made me feel sorry for the not-not apology I'm sorry about. So I'm sorry not sorry that the not-not nature of the sorry isn't sorry enough or not. Hello, Weeshan. Hello, Harriet. I'm absolutely delighted to be here. Oh, delighted, delighted to have you. And and I I feel this is a feature that will just be more and more popular. Yes, and, you know, on Nonsense, we must never make any apology for the features no. that we give you no. because no. it seems as though every week someone is having to apologise for something because someone else is upset by it. Yes, yes, it is. We, we live, I think, in a new new world, a, co a cold, cold new world because of all the snowflakes. Exactly. You know, history mm. will look back on this period as the uh, 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 apologetic, period oh i waited for that and it was worth it it Jurassic was worth it apologetic uh oh oh that was it okay that yeah. was very good very good yes very yes good. i can't help but feel that maybe um apologies are actually quite good sometimes i mean i just want to throw that into the mix before well we, a lot we of us wish you'd apologized for that hair now wow. this week the apology comes from the CEO of Millenol. You might know Millenol as the wonderful furniture makers. They make wonderful chairs. And Ooh. the CEO, Andy Owens, was doing their, uh, well, they have like a regular town hall. And she is quoted as saying that the staff need to stop complaining about the lack of bonuses and not live in Pity City. She said, spend yes. your time and your effort thinking about the $26 million we need need and not thinking about what you're going to do if we don't get a bonus 
And she went on to say, I have no boss who said to me one time, you can visit Pity City, but you can't live there. So people, leave Pity City. Let's get it done. Now, I think people are upset because she's walking away with a multi-million dollar bonus, some over six and a half million. Uh, and she's saying to her staff that they're not getting one. Now, my view on this is this. If you're unhappy with the bonus situation, the employers mm. that you work for, go somewhere else. Yes, yes, too right. Go too back right. to where you came from, very simply. Mm -hmm. Go back to where you came from. All right? Wow. If okay. you're not happy with the situation, right, and you can't change it, Andy Owens, she's a CEO. She does a very important position. It's a very important position. And that's where the bonuses should be going. You know, what? what's the point of frittering away bonuses on people that you can just, you know, you can just change. Absolutely. Get a new person. Without Andy Owens, no chairs are being made. Yes. Without that is you. so true. We can find someone to make the chairs. Yeah. Any old, you mm. know, Tom, Dick and Harry could do it. Exactly. I'm not sure. I'm not sure she would be making the chairs herself. I mean, I, I'm not any, entirely any aware. Any Tom Dick and could be making it in 2023. You know, you've got to. Yes, yeah, so you've got to be inclusive and include Harriet Langley Swindon in there. That's. Would I you mean, make a chair, a Harriet? Joke. That... No. Listen, I've just googled Pity City, and uh, it, it's not even a place. You can't go there. The closest yes, thing is. I could find. Yes, it is. It's, yes, it is. It's, it's Twinwin Milton well, Keynes. It's not on Google Maps. The closest thing I could well, find was a park. It's Twinwin Milton Keynes, Nuneaton, and well, I think you're just being. I think you're just being insulting to those places. Now, the closest thing I could find Three of was the Party City, which cities. is on Fourteenth Street in New York, and yes. Party City. I'm sure you'll agree. It's probably the opposite of Pity City. Um, yeah, so it sounds better all, than Pity City. Well, it depends inaccurate. how much you drunk at Party City. I often get quite pitiful after a few drinks. <laughs> that was a sad oh, one there, wasn't it? It's was a sad joke. Listen, my problem here is that a CEO with access to millions of pounds was unwilling to give away even a little bit of a bonus to these hard-working individuals. If there's any uh, money to go around, not access, it should be shared. She's earned. She's earned. Also, Martin, difference. Martin, you have to remember these CEOs. You know they have they have a more, they have a, a more expensive life that they have to, yes. to upkeep. It's yes. really hard. You know they've got sort of bigger mortgages. Yes. they've often got children in private schools. Yes, they've got stables. Yes, um, and they've got artwork. outdoor swimming pools. These yes. things cost maintenance, you course. know, and all the little people. What do they need bonuses for? They all live in, you know, huts anyway. That doesn't need any yeah. upkeep. Listen, it? it's just like giving money to the homeless, right? They're just mm. going to spend it on frivolous, useless things. If you yes. give the bottom rungs of a company bonuses, what they're going to do? Just buy more M and S meals for two, but actually yeah, eat them themselves because no one loves them. Yeah. I suppose it's like the famous saying goes. Give a man a bonus and he'll eat for a day. Tell him he's not allowed a bonus and he'll eat more days. Is that how it goes? Martin, did you steal that? Because that was really quite. That was a really quite, uh, you know, insightful. It's not quote. a real saying. It would. It. The point is that I, I mean, she's now been forced to apologise, and and it's mm. up to us to decide whether or not that is a legitimate apology that should be taken seriously, or if. Or if it's just something that she's doing to um to so has, escape. Has she apologised? She's been forced to apologise and 
I, you know, per, you know me. You know what I think about apologies. I don't think what anyone should ever what, be apologising. What, what did she say, Isha? What, she, what was her apology? Do you know? She said, "Oh, I'm so sorry. You're so sad about the bonuses. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I hope you're all right. Oh, don't be sad. Something yes. like that. You, okay. you can see it on the tweet that she put out. Mm. Oh, yeah. You can. You can. Um. I. I think. I th- always think it's." Amazing how much of, of, to- of tone look, you can capture. Let me summarise this for you. In, in keeping mm. with producer Martin's um, sayings, yes, the way we can summarise this, right? The early bonus catches the worm. No bonuses right. means you are a worm. Oh, that's very good too. See, it's quite insulting. Very, I think you, you to... two have been reading some really good quote. Books I've got a book of morning. Japanese proverbs written by Americans. Well, you know what? I think whoever wrote those. They deserve bonuses. But you know what? I think the people who printed the pages don't. Because a printer did it. Easy. Wow. Easy. An inanimate object. Yeah. What's what's an inanimate object going to do? Just like you. You're not going to do anything. You're as as useful to us as an inanimate object. Mm. A chair, even, you could say. A chair, like Mullenol makes. Exactly. Yes. 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 I think also people need to realise that bonuses are called bonuses because they're big and exciting and you can buy something big with it. But if you have to share, you know, if you have to split the difference and yeah. give the bonuses out to other people who don't really, you know, don't really know what thing to get, wouldn't really understand, don't understand what a good bottle of wine is, yes. wasted, isn't it? Absolutely. I completely agree. But also, these are chairs we're talking about. Chairs are only mm. good for three things, sitting, standing and coitus. Interesting. Yes. Okay. Yes, I think that's very, very true. I, you know, I, I'm not going to disagree with Ishan on the chair debate. Um, I, I don't really want to get into that side of things. Yeah, what I, I really will say, on a chair debate, and I'm squatting. That's much well, that's, better for you actually to squat. It is. Uh, I make my husband okay. do it all the time. Right on top or the, bottom. Top. Now, what I would say is that um, whether or not you like the apology that she's made, I think it still stands that there is a problem with the, with the root cause of this, which is to um, to encourage workers to to work hard beyond their um, legal uh, ramifications of their job. This kind of grind set mentality that everyone seems to be in now and also to use quite derogatory language in order to um a- achieve that i don't think it's on if, if you're not going to be able Listen. to give people bonuses fine but don't say that they're going to pity city if millennial employees right don't want to work that hard they could just take a seat on one of the chairs they're making and take that seat go down the lift take that seat outside Sit outside the building because you have no place in this building. Okay, right. This building right. is for people right. who are committed to the job, like Andy oh, Owens, right. the CEO. Right. Do they the sit thing- in the car park? Well, I mean, for sure. Or on the on the pavement. Pavement, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah. Because much to Harriet's point earlier, Andy Owens, right? Her high value spending is going to have significant impact on the country's GDP. We need to yes. think bigger. You know, little Martin, right? With his oh. Pithy income going May to I'm Poundland, six or foot sports tall. direct, and buying three thousand pairs of socks for two pounds. Mm. I wouldn't buy that many socks. I wouldn't be buying that many socks. I'm I I tend to darn my own socks when they become a little threadbare. I thought um, I thought you only ever use socks for. Well, what you know, Ishan? No, come on now. What's come on? What's now. going on? Now look, let's let's wrap this up. So. I think firstly I want to ask 
do we accept her apology? But do you even think we should have... I mean, Ishan, you're of the, the, the idea that she shouldn't even have had to make an apology in, to begin with, and I agree yeah, with you. Yeah, she shouldn't have had to make the apology. And, and actually, the way she apologised, I appreciated. Oh, you and your poor bonuses, how sad. Yes, I mean, that's that's good. And producer Martin, <clears throat> you you do think that she she should have apologised? Do you I accept think, her apology? I think she shouldn't have said it in the first place. I think this pity city mm-hmm. business is very insulting. Um, if she uh, had misspoke and she was actually talking about Party City, if she was talking about Pittymore Lane in Therham, Pittsmore Road in right. Sheffield, um, that would be a different mm-hmm. matter. But Pity City, it's not a real city and, and it, it's yeah. rude and confusing to say so. So I personally, I, I will take her apology, but I'll take it with a pinch of salt and it's a salty apology for me. Well, I pity the fool. That's another catch about their lack of bonuses. Right. Okay. Was that in the book as well? Yes. I'm so not sorry that it's made me feel sorry for the not not apology I'm sorry about. So I'm sorry not sorry that the not not nature of the sorry isn't sorry enough or not. Free speech has never been more under attack. Only this week, Fox News had to pay seven hundred and eighty-seven million dollars just for having an opinion. Uh, right, yet in the interests of transparency, we should declare that we share some major investors with Fox News. And obviously, we would like to reiterate the legal statement made by our cousins across the pond. Yes, yes, whatever they said. We're sorry too. See, that's another apology for next week's show. Anyway, we were joined by Senior Associate Legal Counsel for Fox News, Tom Bantam, to explain the situation. Tom, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, thank you for having me on, Harriet. It is nice to be on a show that is not in the chokehold of the radical left agenda, like, you know, Ugh. your BBC has sadly succumbed to. So it is an honor. Thank you, Tom. I mean, you have no idea what it's like living here in England. We are a dying minority. It, well, it's just great to be here on such a momentous day. Thank you, Tom. Well, it was great. Uh, it's great to have a sort of kindred spirit. Um, now, it, it's interesting, your choice of words there. You say that's a tremendous day because you are, of course, here to talk about Fox News settling uh, in the, the Dominion defamation case for $787.5 million, uh, which is, you know, um, to my little ears, quite a lot of money. But you see this, do you see this as a win for Fox News? Oh, yeah, this is a huge, huge win. Uh, it's exactly what we wanted. It's showing that we have journalistic integrity. The country can move on. We've saved a lot of time, a lot of stress, a lot of money. A six-week trial, uh, it would have gotten in the way of a lot of Mr. Murdoch's uh, important travel and divorce plans. So this is a real win. That's so good. That's so good. I think a a company that can kind of factor in the personal as well is is really important. Exactly. It's it's a personal win, but also a win for freedom. And we're very excited about that. Yes. um, now, I really like the fact that you use that word because this, to me, is about freedom. It's about freedom of opinion. And I think it is awful, actually, that Fox News just trying to express an opinion, an opinion, an opinion. Well, I, I would say, Harriet, the Fox, we did not generate those opinions. We provided the platform yes. upon which that our anchors would be able to make exceptional television. And that's what they yes. do. Yes. I mean. If you look at things like Succession, that's that's not real. None of that mm. is real, but mm. that's great television. So where yes. is Jesse Armstrong's lawsuit, for example? Um, 
That's well, very, Ms, very true. Mr. Bantam, uh, producer Martin here. I, I just do need to Hi, uh, How flag up the fact that I'm, I'm very well, thank you. But um, the seven hundred eighty-seven million dollar payout would suggest that um, perhaps you're not you're not dealing in the same world as. Um, you know, dramatists and whatnot. You, you, you're operating a news channel and you knowingly allowed some of your most watched anchors to spread misinformation, which directly caused unrest uh, throughout the whole of well, America, it's... undermining the, the democracy of the country. I, I don't quite understand or buy how uh, freedom of expression and, and democracy in news form could un- undermine democracy. Uh, we are a news organization, and everything we said was new. It was so incredibly new; it, some of it had never been said before. Wow! So, yes. right. legally speaking, there is n- no wiggle room there. We were giving you news, and and mm. we will continue to do that to the the highest of our our ability. It's interesting. I, I was just saying, Harriet. I know we were talking uh, off air about mm. some of the allegations that um that were made up by Fox News. Well, you know, for no, example, I, I would say again, none, nothing was made up by Fox News. The only things we made up were the logo and the name. It's not really a Fox, Martin. Okay, it's just a name. <laughs> oh dear. Yes, it's a shame Martin, if anything, because I think I'd like the company more if there was a Fox at the helm. I mean, you you, you said but yes, that... but Martin, Fox's opinions are rubbish. Um, I, I would not trust someone who goes through your trash. Well, no. actually. Actually, Tom, I'm going to pick you up there because um, some very noble journalists have done that in the past and um, made some really wonderful, wonderful results. You know what, Harriet, mm. I often think apologizing is very woke, but on this occasion, I agree with you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. You're See, we, we do. Right. We, we are accountable. This, is, a, this yeah. is an act of accountability. We understand that people felt that our opinions that were, were shared on our platform weren't quite quite what some people wanted. So we, we <laughs> yes. you know, we said, here you go. Here's a... 800 million apology. That's a, that's a big apology. So you saying it isn't that the money was an apology? Is the was... Well, that's how people are taking it. I think it's more mm. a gesture to the flag, a gesture to the American eagle. It's a gesture to freedom to say, look, right. we understand everybody's different. Let's use this money to bring people together. And I really hope that Dominion will use this money to stop rigging elections. Right. Okay. So you're really going back back there the only way i'm going back is making the country great again martin that's the only way i'm going back i mean you you suggested that dominion um rigged the election did i when did i say that? well your anchors did i think that's the point and there has to be a bit of accountability a bit of culpability and and tom i think you may have done about a a minute and a half ago yourself no i'm I'm just saying if they are they need to stop they might right, be. Right, yes, you know, We don't no, know that they're fair. not. We don't know that they mm. do. Fine. It's good for journalists in, in an important standpoint to say maybe they are. We should always say maybe, you know, yeah. guilty until proven innocent. That's what the, I always the say. Thing, yeah. The thing is, yeah. Tom, there's, I mean, of course, the major claim was that Dominion were rigging the election, which is huge and, 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 and unacceptable. But there were lots of other smaller claims that came with it. Um here, one of your presenters said um, the polling machines might be wiping your bank cards. You know, one of them said, and uh, that's I scary. Wouldn't... I mean, they, they mm, imagine if really they were. Scary. Imagine if they were. Yeah. We need to question everything. I don't under- understand this 
being on the left of not wanting to question anything. Uh, what if they are? Maybe they're not. Fine. But we got to put it out there. we got to check well, with people, you know? I mean, there was no evidence for that. They also, one here says it's stealing babies. How could a polling Who's machine steal... babies? That's a good Alleged- question. Well, how, no, it's not how true. could this a polling is- machine right. how no, could but it he- steal babies? But that's terrible. But, but Martin, if it was on the news, then maybe it was. Another quote here says that one of the polling machines was getting a bit lusty. I think the burden of proof is on you here. Mm. I mean, can you prove that the polling machine was not lusty? Well, do you know what I'm finding? Sorry, I'm going to interrupt. What I think is quite interesting about this little discussion is uh, Judge Eric Davies said that in this trial, he witnessed the best lawyering. He said it was the best lawyering I've ever had. No, he did and not. He did not he say did, that. He did, Tom. And, and I just look at you and well, I'm they're thinking, you poor producer Martin with his little brain is trying to talk about, you know, stand up for the machines and the, these sort of sexy machines doing terrible things. And yeah. Tom, you just, well, just dismiss that. This is it. I mean... People like Martin are saying that we, you know, we're not doing this trial because we mm. don't want to air our dirty laundry. And and my instinct as a lawyer is to ask, who airs dirty laundry? You yes. air clean laundry. You know, why are you airing the dirty stuff? We clean it, we air it. It's all out in the open now. We can have yeah. these conversations, but, you know, don't bring to me your opinion, Martin, as fact. That's not... We deal in opinion. Well, I, I think the uh, quote that I bring it back to is uh, from the Dominion lawyer uh, who said, lies have consequences. And I think that's really something to think about before you go peddling uh, opinion as fact, because um, you know, people listen I don't peddle. to these things and there's there's some peddling going on. There's some peddling, whether you're peddling or someone no, else. I've never peddling. been on a bicycle in my life. I, I drive. Mm-hmm. I drive well, a you should give Look, it a try because it's actually lies a very have consequences. Fun day out. But in the words of Jesus Christ, so does the truth. I yeah, that's don't so true. Think what? When did Je- what did Jesus say that? They also say, you uh, know, the opinions will set you free. So exactly. I think, I think that's also really important. I think this is getting a little confused here. The point is that we have a news channel here that's had to pay out almost a billion pounds because of some very misleading statements. A settlement does not an admission of guilt make. I mean, it's really the same with your your Prince Andrew, right? Paying someone a settlement, that's just, you know, it's the way you deal with the mafia or terrorists. You pay the ransom if you want your family to live. And thankfully, the Fox family is alive and well. Tom, thank you so much. You've been absolutely wonderful. Uh, Keep doing the best lawyering you can. I I know you will do. I'll try. I'll try. Thank, thank you so much, Harriet. It was a, a, a genuine honor. Well, that's it for this week. Like, subscribe, tell your friends, and keep those questions coming to nonsensedpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you to Rosie Holt, Brendan Murphy, Ishan Akbar, Sanjeev Kohli, Will Seabagmontfore, and Ed Morrish. I'm Harriet Langley-Swindon, and we'll be back next week with more non-censored.